The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Welcome to Friday, Chattanooga Drive-In Show. The crew is here, the motley crew that we are, Jeff Styles with a Y, the communicator, 30 years plus, the voice of your morning drive, and you can be listening to this at 3 a.m. I don't care, or 7 p.m. makes no difference as long as you're listening. Jen Lambert, I'm Jen, Russell Stroud, the Russell the Love Muscle, and Brian Stone, the man without a nickname, <laughs> but at least he spells Brian with a Y. Thank you very much. A brave and beautiful inevitable concept, a podcast that will replace your daily drive-in radio morning show, which... Do I have to go through all the thesaurus of sorriness that we could actually, you know, use verbally to describe these things and TV shows as well? Not trying to to get on to the the people that are forced to commit these crimes against nature and humanity. <laughs> it's just the way that the corporations that run the media in America these days make them act. So the corporate cookie crumbles for the most part. There's a couple of examples. Of which is actually the individuals. I'll be happy to point them out. Um, <laughs> our number, and I'm going to keep on pounding on this until you guys get really used to it. We were discussing this morning about the one thing that we all miss about doing live radio, of course, is taking the phone calls. Oh, I don't miss it at all. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I do. do. I don't I do. miss it even a little See? bit. Yeah, I, right, I, do. I don't miss it even a little bit. Never mind. Our guest who's going to be coming in here. <laughs> that was my least bit. favorite he, part. He misses it. I hate phone I calls. miss it. Everybody misses my head explosions. I don't miss my head explosions, but everybody else seemed to like now, them. Now, I, now I, let, me, let me say this. If I had to do five hours of radio a day like you used to yeah. do, <laughs> I would miss the phone yeah, calls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a break. Well, I got let an hour me, and a half. I ain't letting you ruin my show, bro. Let me, let me yeah. take a swallow of the Gatorade every once in a while, if you would. Hey, Brian, here's why Trump's hey, the best. Eric <laughs> and Ringgold, what do you think about this? 301-9229, 301-9229. If you disagree or agree, or if you just want to just share something with us, feel free. Um, all right, we, we do have a guest, uh, Jason. Jason Armstrong, American, American Exotic, Exotic Guitars. Guitars is in here with us. You might be able to see behind me, for those of you who watch it, this beautiful guitar. This is one of the first ones he made. You can just see the and, neck of it. And it's just gorgeous. It kind of reminds me if it just had a little beat-up quality to it of the guitar that Springsteen had around his neck on the Born to Run album. And uh, I think that was actually it the guitar like original owned by wood. Hendrix. I don't know. Well, yeah. and he's, we've got wood samples. We're going to be talking to him after the upper yes, wrap-up. We have We're going to go wood straight to them. Here. And if you hear some noise later on today, the Chattanooga Football Club, who's really building, we're in here at the Lodge Cast Iron Studios, uh, the studios are kind of separate here, but we share space. They're doing a photo shoot right outside that door. <laughs> so, I didn't know I that. Mean, yeah, I was going to say, you heard dogs barking last week, and we'll be hearing probably, work, work with me, work with me. Look at the camera. The camera loves you. I have no idea what you're You're beautiful, be darling. Turn to the left. Yes, yeah, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> a little bit later on. This first section is brought to you by People's Home Equity. Chatmortgage.com, 5919801. And I did get in contact with Bruce Dodd yesterday. He is going to be coming in. We're going to be talking about um, his podcast, of course, and also the, the the housing market. And we'll be doing that next week on Monday. Andy Johns from the Lookout Wild Film Festival will be our guest, too. So we're going to be doing a lot of guesting here over the next few days. Thank you again to Quality Tire Pros for sponsoring the show and being our presenting sponsor. And we've got a lot to get to, so let's go ahead and dive in. 
Um, for those of you who have long been tailgaters and you have ignored my pleas and everybody's pleas and threats and, and gunfire and everything else that comes <laughs> with it and you still tailgate and who don't use your blinkers, blinkers are not only a good idea, the whole idea is to let people know what you're doing. It is the law and apparently nobody pays attention to that. I'm just going to point out, have y'all noticed that the new thing, and I've, I've, I've mentioned it twice and now I've realized it, it is a trend, the intimidation swerve, the power pass. Oh, yeah. Where people come up on you so fast you're you're convinced they're going to ram you. Yeah. And they barely miss your 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 rear left bumper. By just a couple mm-hmm. millimeters. As, as, I mean, by millimeters yeah. as they go by you. And it's as they cl- aggressively. It's clearly yeah. meant to intimidate you and to, and to teach you your lesson for going so slow. This morning I had somebody pass me on the right. And keep in mind, we had ice on the road this morning. Passed me on the right in the pullover emergency lane what? Really? at about a hundred miles an hour. Okay, and well that that that's somebody that's a, in a illegal and wrong. I know, but if you're in the left hand lane, you might deserve it. No, no, I'm, I'm right hand lane, right hand lane okay. all the well, way, that's baby. Totally different story. If you're right, in the left hand lane, you might deserve that. Right is right. right. That's Doesn't my make it motto. right. Doesn't make it safe, but you might deserve it. You and Eric Clapton, apparently. Yeah, right is right. That's my motto. Well, to hell with all y'all. I want you to just take your car and turn it sideways and cram it up your ass. That's what I want you to do or because drive, you're driving just drive me batty. up and over me. I drive like a grandma. I don't have to worry about yeah. it. I, I, I drive safely and on the on the, out of everybody's way. <laughs> because of the ice on the road, Rebecca followed me in today. I'm in the urban assault vehicle with four Maypops, and I figure, well, if you see me slide off the road into a ditch, go the other way. And she's she's in the Subaru and. Even she was frustrated with how how slow I drive, dude. I mean, she's I, never she's never had a reason to follow me. People before. don't understand. I followed you all the way know, to Atlanta. It 50, took seven hours. Fifty five. I, I actually I followed you all the way to your hometown. I can't drive through a hurricane like Sammy Hagar, but it's it's I'm on the other side of it. Uh, so, but I, I really wish y'all would just stop, stop. You know, if you're doing it, you know, if you're doing. What do you think you're doing? What do you, a tap of my brakes and we're in an accident and it's your fault. I had a two dents in my van from beer cans being thrown at my vehicle. God, People man. are at their worst in their cars. They are at their worst in their cars. Oh, I'll um, use the saltiest language ever in my car. I am gonna, I'm gonna make an observation and then we'll jump into news, sports, and the upfront wrap up. We'll try to get to it quickly. Um, I am, I am so over what is apparent now, and I've, I've pointed this out already, NBC in particular, the anchors that they have in the morning. On national? Have decided, yes. Okay. Have decided that they're tired of being seen as left wing. And I think they sense weakness in the Biden-Harris, you know, conjunction in the White House. Well, there's a and bit so of weakness now, to be seen. Every single interview they do, Savannah Guthrie this morning <laughs> interrupted Vice President Harris five times and for one minute each time she interrupted they talked over each other yes i Why? saw you, the you, same you, thing. you saw it absolutely for, fi- for, for five minutes you heard i'm trying to explain i'm trying to get to the point if you let me get to the point i'm trying to get you back to the question it was horrifying so i mean and craig melvin is a jerk 
that that the 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 anger that the main anchor they have that's supposed to bring gravitas and i mentioned the, the his his you know interview with vice president harris last week where they did the cutaway questions which mm-hmm. were obviously cutaway questions after she was gone and he's he is like well he's the national Brian Joyce is who he is. Oh, no. He is so full of himself, there's no room for anything else. If I'm thinking who you're talking about, I don't remember their names. He even looks, even looks man, like him. Oh, oh no, no, handsome. no. Then I'm thinking of somebody else. No, the, you, you another, another asshole. It's yeah, yeah, handsome-ish. Yeah, no. he is. You talk about egotistical and bullying. Well, you kind of have to be to be on national well, TV, though. Well, he's on though. the Today Show. I yeah. just think, I think they're trying to appear tougher. I Maybe think they're, so. they're 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 trying to appear tougher on this White House because you know they've they've done a lot of you know polling, and they're tired of being seen as liberal. Well, and and, and as you as you said, you know, and, and doing constantly softball interviews with but the their Democratic viewership White House. is pretty liberal, and they're going to have declining ratings because of that. Likely, I was in a text thread with some friends, and I don't even remember what the original. Uh, and these are people friends that I actually have good dialogue with. Um, I don't remember what the exact uh, original uh, content was, but I responded saying, I am a little shameful for how much I have taken up for mainstream media most of my life. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm ashamed that I've been so so staunchly well, taking up for the mainstream it seemed, media. It seems like they're it was disgusting. necessary. They're all I think that Savannah like is actually a pretty good reporter, and I think that... Uh, I think that the vice president is very long-winded, so did you, did, I, I don't, I don't, you know. I understand when I don't blame her. When somebody's trying to give you, I used to call them Zach answers, <laughs> named after Zach Wam, the congressman, where you ask a question and they completely disregard the question. She does and, have and bring I, I out their say, talking points, and she does well, do they that. All do. And, she does and, that and I get, a lot. I get that. But I mean, Savannah, you know, she had a brief shining moment in the sun where she actually interrupted the president right. during one of his rambling, idiotic rants right. during one of the debates. And she proved to be a much better moderator yes. than the guy from PBS or whoever it was, you know, that, that came before her. And everybody was talking about what a surprise badass she turned out to oh, be. Oh, she's, so she's she, great. Now she's trying, to, she's trying to get back there. But at one point, I mean, Kamala Harris, it goes... I am the vice president of the United States of America. Yes. I talk to the president every day. Right. I'm trying to be straight with you right now, if you will let me finish. And I guarantee you that little smile on her face disappeared when the camera came off, and she said, never again. I'm not doing that again. Yeah, I probably. mean, it, it, was, it, was, it was rude. And I'm going to say one more thing, and we'll go ahead and get going, let Russell take over. Uh, thank you for listening to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show and supporting all of our sponsors. I am so over the Bob Saget worship thing. Oh, I, my <laughs> you, God. You, you were over it the minute you heard about it. I was over it as soon as he, he was dead. He, he, he's been referred to now as America's you, you don't, dad. You don't Who even, called him America's dad? You, Lots you, of people. You had to be refreshing what Full House even I was. I know. Do you, did you call him America's dad? <laughs> kind of. Bill Cosby was Bill America's Cosby dad. Bill Cosby was America's dad. No, Bill Cosby America's creep. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's we right know that now. That's right. But I'm telling you, it's been a week and a half, and we're still weeping over Bob yeah, but, Saget. But, My God, Betty White. There's too much crap about Betty White. It's not that big a deal. They're <coughs> entertainers. They're dead. But Jeff, they're dead entertainers. But, Let them die and go to heaven he or was, hell or whatever he is, they deserve. He's your age. God You're not supposed to die mighty. at your age. But well, Jeff, 
as soon as 65 i mentioned yeah. once i was Close like enough. i was like hey did you hear about bob saying you go, i'm tired of hearing about bob <laughs> it's like it's been a day it has been a week and a half now and we're still weeping about bob Sa- he, he's a he's a d player a d-list player at best not if in kathy, comedy if kathy griffin died and a week and a half later we was okay oh, i don't think that's fair i don't think that's fair either if, well, well if kathy wrong. griffin died i would be holding a party at my yeah, house there you go All if, right. if you put if, uh it, it, yeah. in, in a ranking, you know, context, Norm Macdonald or Bob Saget, who's a bigger star? Well, undeniably, Bob Saget. Bob, Bob Saget's Saget, a bigger yeah. star, yeah, yeah. but Norm Macdonald's more beloved, and they were like best friends. Yeah. So there's a lot of like association by, uh, you know. When uh, John Prine died, we should have taken a week off. But most That's people, the way you I did. feel. <laughs> but most people don't know most who Bob Most people Bob haven't heard of John Prine. <laughs> Apparently the CMA had. I almost said Bob Prine. Hey, speaking of which, by the way, we're, we're going to sneak Prine. it in. Yeah. I don't know exactly at what point we're going to sneak it in. It's going to replace something. Um, but we're going to be talking about the Riverbend lineup, which was released. I haven't seen it. Brian has. Jen has. I have not. Russell has not. I have not. And we know Russell wouldn't go anyway more than that. Naturally, he'll go to Riverbend. I've been to Riverbend, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, we're looking forward to doing that somewhere down the road. You go ahead and take it away, brother, and uh, talk about the headlines if you would. Well, righto. Chattanooga Man was arrested after he allegedly stole a public works truck and smashed it through a security gate. Hunter Hanks was spotted by an off-duty police officer, according to a statement. The officers followed the truck and initiated a traffic stop. Hanks was taken into custody without incident. Officers say that he was heavily intoxicated. He, uh, according to a statement from the police, you're not going to believe this, he asked the officer if the plumbing to his mailbox was going to be replaced soon so he could get his paycheck because he was assured that that would happen. He did not. He did. (laughs) That's according to the police statement. What's his name again? Hunter Hanks. Not Saget? Not related to Tom. Uh, two teenagers were rescued after a late-day run went wrong. Reports say the two teens, aged 17 and 18, went for a run on Falling Water Trail in Walden just before sunset. As the sun came down and it became dark, the two got lost. They didn't have a cell phone. They didn't have a flashlight. They were very unprepared. Walden's Ridge Emergency Services called in aid from Hamilton County, including a drone team. The two teens were eventually located near Sawyer Road. They were okay, just a little bit scared. And finally, much more seriously, a Whitfield County man faces charges of aggravated child molestation after he reportedly trapped himself in a sting operation that was set up by the police. 36-year-old Michael David Powers taken into custody. Reports say he was a teacher at Coahuila Creek High School. The arrest was made in Floyd County. Powers was reportedly enticed to meet up with a person he believed was an underage girl, but was actually an undercover agent who was waiting to take him into custody. And now, somewhere between the asteroid belt and Mars, it's Dave Hooker. Even though there are millionaires playing a game, it's sometimes funny how we view athletes different from coaches. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. So, Nick Saban has decided to lend a good amount of uh, support for voting rights in his home state of West Virginia. The Alabama coach has urged voters and urged legislators to improve voting rights. Selfishly, it has a lot to do with uh, those from lower incomes that he wants to be able to target in recruiting. But West Virginia is not a recruiting hotbed by any stretch of the imagination, and he's not the only one to clamor for West Virginia to improve voting rights and not seclude part of our uh, entire country when it comes to voting rights. Also, Jerry West, you might know him, he's a logo in the NBA, is also pushing for uh, improved voting rights in his home state of West Virginia. Now, before we get all up in arms, and I've heard the stay in your lane argument with Nick Saban, why? 
if you're in a position of power as he is, if you have a voice, shouldn't you try to make positive changes? Now, we can debate whether or not the changes are positive or not. We can certainly have that debate all day long. However, when we talk about athletes kneeling for the national anthem, we finally understood what that was all about, and I think we started to accept it. So you have a responsibility, in my opinion, if you're in that position of power and you have a voice. If you don't use it, I think you're irresponsible. That's called Michael Jordan. Just wanted to be a millionaire, didn't care about helping our country or the world. So you may disagree with the politics, but I got no problem whatsoever with Nick Saban weighing in on his right to vote. Reminds me of Rock the Vote back on MTV. Dave Hooker off the sports. I'm- and Dave, surprisingly progressive take from Dave. everybody's got one. Oh. Hooker, all right, with uh, some serious editorializing there. I agree with him hundred mm-hmm. percent. Shut uh, up and do your broadcast, sports broadcasting. Yeah, Dave. stay in your lane. <laughs> That's what I was trying to tell everybody earlier this morning. The guy was passing me on the right in the emergency your safety lane. So, um, hey, he he did mention, of course, West Virginia, and that's where all the bric-a-brac's going on over there. So let me just point what a, out what a dump of a state. The 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 the, <laughs> the, the, the duh the duh segment today is going to be from West Virginia, and if y'all haven't seen it yet, it's based on a little piece of video, and it's 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 luckily nobody was hurt, but it was it was pretty amusing to see. Okay. I'm sorry to do this on there real quick. We, we're going to have our guests in after this segment, right? Yes. Okay. Um, let, uh, there's so many things going on globally, nationally, internationally, but uh, let's start locally. Um, you already you already mentioned the fact the local man uh, that was Walker County, uh, or Whitfield County. Whitfield, yeah. Uh, Whitfield Dalton. County. Sexual contact with one student, 36 years old. 36 years old, still on the brink, hanging on to youth. I'm going to go ahead and I hear... The police don't stand so close to me playing in the background on this one. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. you? I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know, but yes. I, I really do. Well, you know, I'm very sensitive to that kind of thing. Walker County uh, is asking for help finding uh, a kid, 15 years old, uh, from last, Chickamauga. Yeah. Last seen on the seventh. So there's been a lot of weather go by. We have to assume he's not out in the weather. Hopefully, Matthew Dunn. So help him out if you possibly can. Now, the other local story. I want to do local first. This Uber assault. Oh, oh yeah, we talked oh, about that yesterday. Oh, my God, but we didn't talk enough about it. Um, so guy gets drunk. Mm-hmm. Bar calls an Uber. Mm-hmm. Uber driver shows up. It's mm-hmm. a girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much responsibility the bar would have after they eject him from their property. Maybe they should have thought, maybe this isn't a good matchup, but it turned out to be a terrible matchup. The worst. 36 years old, again, Udawa native Zachary Richard Johnson assaulted the driver, made her stop, sexually assaulted her multiple times, mm-hmm. multiple times. She called three different times to 911. Three different 911 centers answered. Four law agencies were involved, and it took an hour and 18 minutes to find her it took her calling her boyfriend, saying, I'm being repeatedly raped by a customer, hour and 18 minutes. What the F is yeah. happening there? 
Apparently, they say that it was a problem with their location uh, center system somehow. Well, fix re- it. Related to her phone. Yeah, I, I don't know how in the world they can get away with that Talk one. about the guys going missing up in Walden. I had that to mention, too. Follow the river downstream. And that's what they did. They finally yeah. came out on Sawyer Road. Yeah. Follow the river upstream. You'll probably come to something. You know where you started. But, I mean, they mentioned they didn't have a phone. Well, how foolish. Well, she had one. She had a and phone, they, And yeah. they're, they're beacons of distress. She was in a cul-de-sac in, I think, East Brainerd, near, uh, the re- they were only a couple miles away from the restaurant where she was And it was up. the Hamilton County Sheriff's deputies that ended up, uh, actually, and they got there, and the guy was still on top of her. And she was, uh, she apparently honked her horn several times, too, and they still didn't locate her. Well, I mean, I mean you know, how many of us would respond to a honking horn in your neighborhood? Uh, but I mean, I wouldn't because it I'm happens say, all the time. But I mean, that's just there is something desperately wrong. Maybe D.A. Pinkston or Cody Womp, who wants his position, could actually address Gosh, that. Could, yeah. could, could address that scenario. An hour and eighteen minutes, sexual assault, multiple times over. The guy clearly he was he was he was at a playground. Her body. Yeah. And she was doing everything she could. I can't imagine having any more evidence against somebody. No, of course. And it's it's interesting to me on a technological level because I wonder, you know, it's not like they don't want to find her. They were pretty desperately trying to find her. They, they made an earnest effort. So what in their tool set was not working? It appears to be the location data, but why and how is my question. Are they allowed to go armed? Who's that? Uber drivers. Technically, no, but I would recommend that they do. <laughs> I would think she was wishing she had been. I, yeah. I, 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 the t- terrifying story. Yeah, technically, it's against company policy for an Uber driver to go armed, but it's Tennessee. One other little local story here. A guy got killed. He was trying to evade cops on old Dayton Pike and uh, turned off his lights at night, and they were pursuing him mm-hmm. at 100 miles an hour. He hit the end of Old Dayton Pike as it came into Soddy Daisy and hit the trees that awaited him there, and he's dead or in hell. Yep. Uh, you know, you, it, it just doesn't work. I know you've seen, you know, Starsky and Hutch and the Dukes of Hazard mm. and Bullet and all these great chase scenes and Fast and Furious Part 14. You you don't get away. <laughs> no. you don't, it's kind of like nothing good away. happens after midnight. Nothing yeah. good happens when you're going when 100 miles an hour. Nothing, yeah. nothing. Voting rights bill, DOA. How many times do you count it as a setback, though? We know it was going to be. Uh, it, President Biden got another setback. We, we, we've been talking about that. this setback. <laughs> it's a double setback to begin with because there were two voting rights bills. Is it a setback when you know it's not going to pass say, in the first place? It was a setback when you proposed it. It was a setback when, you know, Manchin and Cinema you know, turned against it. It was a setback, you know, so they finally take the vote. No surprise. So, I mean, they, they counted it as 18 different setbacks yeah. when it was really just one. And maybe they could have compromised this. I'm really kind of surprised at the media on this one because it seems like it seems like they're kind of being too hard on Biden now. They sort of flipped. Yeah, I think they're 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 feeling their their oats now. Uh, they're seeing their ratings and they're yeah. getting worse and yeah, worse because yeah. Trump TV is boring and they're not doing Trump TV. Well, anymore. Supreme Court demands release of Trump's uh, records dealing with uh, January sixth. So, yeah, I saw that. I mean, that those are going to have to be turned over, and and I think we all know what's in them. And they can say that uh, Letitia James, the attorney general up there, is playing politics. And, of course, she is to a degree. But, I mean, I mean, law is politics. Politics is law. Uh, and you don't get away with it. Nobody's above the law. And he, I believe it was Junior. And this time it was... it was uh, Eric, right? It was, no, it was, it was, the, it was the, the girlfriend. Oh. The, the girlfriend of of Junior. That's she's, what it was. Or uh, a wife, wife of Junior. What's Yeah, what's her name? She's Gilfoyle? 
Kimberly Guilfoyle. Guilfoyle. Uh, so still staying in the family, but this time it's dealing with actually January 6th and not his own you know, private affairs. Uh, let's see here. 400 million in 95 masks going to be made available free. Pharmacies and health care centers. Now, they're going to get those out there. And again, they're going to say, well, we didn't give any guidelines. It's not the federal government's guidelines. They're giving you something free. Figure it out. Yeah. Walgreens, CVS, health centers around the, the, the area. Figure out how you're going to divvy them up. They'll be sitting now, in boxes stacked in the back because nobody's yep, going to want like them. bottled water heading to, you know, Tonga right now. Yeah. That's an interesting situation. We'll, we'll talk about that another time, but we won't get into it right this second. Blinken and Zelensky, um, the two, you know, foreign affairs ministers or secretary of states for mm-hmm. um, the Ukraine and the United States are, are meeting as we speak right now. Everybody was wondering if uh, President Biden in his, you know, we talked about this yesterday, his uh, only second solo press conference that he's done in a year was marking his year anniversary of taking office. You know, wondered if he gave the green light to the Soviets for taking parts of the Ukraine. Oh, that was the fact of the matter oh is that they're all, they're already there. There are Russian enclaves inside the Ukraine territory. Right, they're, they're, they're already there. So he may just he may very well be doing that. The Donetsk say, Republic. Yeah, we're not going to ask you to pull out of there if you guys don't do any worse. His, I don't know what he's supposed to do. He's talking about. I, I will say I thought he made a major major Wonder. gaffe. When he said uh, the the response would vary depending on if it was a major invasion or a minor incursion, I was like, "What are you doing? That's, he's, Don't he's, say he's that." He's saying it's okay for the minor incursion, which has already taken place, to take place. Yeah, they had That's to, they had to walk think. that back immediately. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would not suggest putting Biden in front of uh, reporters again. Anytime. I wouldn't want to be. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be Jen Pasaki at that point, having to circle hey, back to that one. Hey, Pisaki, uh, what he, do you mean? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't say what he really said. Yeah. Uh, between, between Biden, Harris, and uh, Saki, Jen Saki, she seemed Jen seems to be the uh, yeah. She the, needs to be president. The, 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 <laughs> the, the face of it all. Yeah. The yeah. vice president's job is safe, according to the president. Said uh, she's yeah. She will be well, my the running president's mate job. Yeah, is safe. Say, she, she, she'll, she'll be my running mate in twenty twenty four. You might be getting not so fast there, Joe. Uncle Joe, not so fast there. The, American uh, the Secret people. Service has installed one of those like chairlift things for the, for all the stairs. Here we go. Uh, North Carolina, two Marines killed, two injured. Uh, Jeep flip, Camp Lejeune. Yeah, a Marine's been charged for uh, in that as well. He was apparently speeding and went around a corner and the truck flipped. And again, I don't want to take up any more time. We'll get our guest in here. But the FBI warning everybody about URL codes. What are you supposed to do? Uh, the people, of course. I mean, the the bad guys have figured out QR codes. Oh, QR codes. QR codes. Is it not URL? Oh no. QR. What is it? Whatever it is. QR it's codes. QR codes. Whatever it is. The codes. Yeah. The URL stupid, is a website address. <laughs> it's yeah. the stu- those stupid 3D <laughs> puzzles. Those stupid 3D puzzles that you're supposed to look at and see an image in there, and then yeah. you take a picture of it, uh, and it sends your information that is somewhere. A QR well, guess what? Code. Bad guys do. They, they figure this stuff out. out. So you think you're ordering, you know, N95 masks or, or you think or you're paying tests, for something, and instead, and they steal your yeah, money. basically you're giving some porn group money. We used in Indonesia. Porn group. What? When we were. <laughs> when we were kids, hey, what's this fifty dollars to Pornhub? Uh, when we were kids, we we in the early days of QR codes, we printed out a whole bunch of ones, URL codes, whatever, <laughs> and put them up in the bathroom stalls at uh, at a movie theater, and it linked to a particularly famous shock site of a man uh, ma- manipulating himself extravagantly with his hands. Oh my. It was pretty funny. Yeah, well, there's actually a, <laughs> sounds a, hilarious. There's a, I was going to say there, there's actually we were 15 a, a huge column in yesterday's Free Press side of the Times Free Press about of all people Billie Eilish 
and her story, which apparently has taken people by surprise, about how young she was when she was first exposed to online porn yeah, and how like it 11? affected her life. Yes, and That's, so this is not news. I was going to say, I was going to say, but it's like all of a sudden, every it's got everybody's attention because here's a celebrity saying, "Well, it happened to me too," which makes yeah. people talk about it, which makes people bring up their own memories. And handing a smartphone to a kid—it's it's happened what to do you your children, unless you, you are monitoring closely. But stuff your you know, children have seen porn. The whole mm-hmm. take is things that normally would seem not attractive or even disastrously grotesque to a child. They get desensitized to it. They think, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. You know? Yeah, that's and why, and can know. sexually frustrate and yes. potentially ruin you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Okay, let, uh, Brian, we'll do this on the fly here. We're going to get our guest in here. Russell's going to shift uh, for just a second. And we'll we'll just we'll call this an Explore More segment. Uh, and in any time, anybody out there listening who is a local business person, local uh, uh philanthropist local charity organization if you have a need to get your message out please contact us again at that number i've given you 301-9229 it'll come through brian might be a little bit slower than getting in contact with jen directly you can call me 635-3557 text is always better or email me chattanooga drive show at gmail.com all right Let's do this thing. You want to play some explore more music? Can we don't do it very often? We don't have to. We don't have to. Oh, there you go. Oh, haven't done it in a while. How to find it? You got. You got the. You got the deluxe treatment, man. That's pretty epic. This is normally the, the last thing we do. If you hear this, the show is over, and we're extending it into interview time. Uh, if you would, I'll, I'll let Jen. You do the the introduction, and I'll play with the blocks of wood that are now on camera. Jason Armstrong, owner and creator of American Exotic Guitars, contacted me fairly recently. We had a very long phone conversation, which I enjoyed. Me too. And uh, and I'm happy you're here. So yeah. tell us your story. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I, I, I love we, the show. We've, we've crossed paths several times, apparently. Yes, uh, yeah. yes, yeah. Just over the years. And Jeff, like I told you earlier, I've been listening to you since the, the mid-90s. Yeah, love it. And, An exceptionally uh, smart and good-looking since man. Since the I'm Ice right. Age. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> So, yes, before the gray hair. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, well, before we even lived it, he lived in Fairborn, Ohio, man. Yeah. I mean, for yeah. for for years. I mean, that's my old, my old town in, in Ohio. But yeah, very glad to have you. So take it away for just a second and just do your description as to what American Exotic Guitars is. Sure. Well, um, 2014 decided to branch out and create my own brand, my own style, and created American Exotic Guitars. Prior to that, I had worked at a local. Um, kind of smaller boutique guitar and bass manufacturer for a few years back in 99 through 2001 and um, yeah 2014 decided you know I think it's time uh, you know take this hobby and turn it into more than a hobby you know so it's been it's been slowly growing ever since I, I love the personal connection of making instruments for people. For people. Exactly. I mean, it can't help but be personal. Exactly. I, you know, I'm not interested in making cookie cutter, you know, mass produced in a factory somewhere. They all look the same. Each one is different, unique, and I hand make and pour my heart and soul into each so one. So you might not know this. I don't even know yeah. that you guys know this. You know, all my, my in-laws work at Gibson or did. Oh, yeah. All of them. Yeah. I mean, my sister-in-law, my kind of former brother-in-law, my mother-in-law, all mm-hmm. worked at Gibson for years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they enjoyed their job, but, I mean, they crank out 
quality instruments. That's, yeah, I but think that's, that's a little different. Generic. Yeah. I mean, generic. Right. Right. You literally tailor make these things. I'm going to do it now. I'm going to just go ahead and grab it right now. He brought in one of his guitars. From what I understand, this is an early one. And was this for you? This is my personal instrument, yes. I built this uh, two and a half, three years ago. And actually, the walnut, this is a God, koa. that's gorgeous. Thank you. This Wait, is we a, need to pull these down so people can see. I'll hold it up. This is a koa top. I always wish I was on stage and I could play that the the, 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 the ray of light game with the audience. You know, so how many people you could blind you with the ray of light. stand up with it and push it forward. I can do it like there this. See, I, I'm oh, multi-talented. Look at that beautiful Gorgeous. Thing. It does look like it's burled. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a flame figure, we call it. And that's a piece of koa from Hawaii that I purchased several years ago. Look, what, at, what the, kind look of, at the knobs. What kind of what kind of wood does koa be that makes it different from oak or chestnut? It only grows for one in Hawaii. Well, that's one. Yes, that's a big one. And it's beautiful. I can hear Hawaiian too. <laughs> I can hear it. Yeah, a ukulele. I almost wore my hula skirt. <laughs> uh, and the the neck and the and the body are American black walnut. Uh, actually, sourced that from Chattanooga Hardwoods right down the road. Yeah, love love those folks. Who is Kent? Kent Armstrong. No relation, but he makes fabulous pickups. Forgive me if I put it back where it belongs. That is perfect. There you go. And yeah, the mother of pearl knobs, you, you are correct. Yeah, or abalone. And, and, abalone. There, and abalone. there's an inlay, yes. too, if you look on the neck. Oh, it's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. So, sorry, so that, talk about a niche. <laughs> See how I used it there? I actually did it correctly. Normally, I say niche and then make fun of people who say niche, but I'm, I'm, I'm coming around. Um, I, mean, I mean, literally, you're, you're, you've got one customer at a time. Pretty much. I, I do build several instruments kind of on spec. I have seven right now listed online that are available to anyone. And, but like I say, the, the personal connection of, you know, meeting with someone, having them come to the shop if possible, you know, during neck carving day, really make it fit them, their hand, their preferences throughout the whole process as far as choosing the wood for the top, the wood for the body and neck. That's, that's great. Go ahead. There are a couple of, um, a couple, I think, maybe maybe just one PBS uh, stories on you that I have posted to our Facebook page. Yes, I appreciate that. That are really fascinating. Thank if you, you. If you like craftsmanship and and you're a musician, who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. Go, I, go there and watch that immediately. It's 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 worth it. Sean Townley is the correct. Uh, forgive me if I get this title wrong, Sean. I believe the executive producer of the Greater Chattanooga segment at right. WTCI, and yeah. they reached out to me several years ago. We have a mutual friend right. in common. And yeah, they did such a great job. It's about a six or seven minute short right. video that kind of captures the heart of what I'm trying to do and get the word out. God, I have so many questions and we have such limited time. Is it okay for me to put my skin oils on this Absolutely. wood? Absolutely. All right, because I'm leaning on it right now. I mean, th this is what people come, the rare, rare person that ever makes it down the long gravel driveway past the dogs to my house will make note of the fact that I am one of those guys that decorates with driftwood turtle shells old bones oh gosh, and things of this I do nature too. and yeah and and it's just wood to me is fascinating and it's just uh, yeah. how many times do i send you pictures of a stump yeah, when i'm do. out in the woods all the time <laughs> and i just I, i'm just struck by the beauty and i just look at this this is what i'm talking about now there's no way this is going to translate to the camera but this piece of wood i'm holding it's just a block i mean this could be any block on the side of anybody's house that they used to you know yeah, wedge look something at with the, look at the pattern it's almost mm. like it's 3d Absolutely. You're, you're almost looking for, for literally an image inside that pattern in the wood, and that's clearly one of the things that you look for. Absolutely. And these, these three pieces in particular, the larger ones, are all maple, 
different varieties. This is a this is what we call a flame pattern. Mm-hmm. It's more kind of perpendicular to the yeah. grain. Yeah. And this that you were holding first is would, a quilt. We call it. Oh, so it's kind of that bubbly, foldy, hard to describe. It's trippy yeah. looking. It is. It's, it's fabulous. Beautiful. Looking. What, and, what's the smaller one? That's actually a burl. That is, burl, that is so you burl, get burl, that burl, interlocking just multiple colors and pinholes and just fabulous. this is the stuff that everybody who has uh, decided that they're going to get into doing what do you call those plates that everybody does now with all the meat and cheese on them charcuterie charcuterie, charcuterie. Boards. anybody who's got a charcuterie board <laughs> worth of their the snuff is made out of this right here i actually have a burled wood lamp oh, that's yeah. an antique that's yeah a lot of gorgeous. turning you would love that yep. yeah yep knife handles and this looks like I mean, they look like tiger stripes. Mahogany. Good, good guess. That's actually called snake wood from South America. And the pattern, not all snake wood has that particular Turn pattern. It looks like snake skin. It really so does. So pretty. Uh, I mean, it certainly looks exotic. Where yeah. does this come from? South America. South America. Do we know where? Somewhere in the Amazon? Yes. I mean, so these, I mean, when you say exotic, sometimes it's American, but exotic is the key word. Exactly. Sometimes South American. Sometimes sure. Central American. All the Americas. All the Americas. And Hawaii is included. <laughs> and including uh, some African and Indian woods as well. I try it, and incorporate. That makes you it know, a warping stick right there. That's, that, that'd make a good thumper. That uh, since density. you took the thumper, yeah. Okay, um, I gave the thumper to Jesse. So, so how, how <laughs> does it make a difference in the way it sounds? That's well, the big question. You will find a lot of purists that will argue one way or the other for and against what a thin decorative top like that will do for the tone of an instrument. It wouldn't be cost effective to build a whole instrument and it would be too heavy to build one completely out of hard maple with all that figure in it. So they're typically used as just a decorative veneer on the top. Um, So I don't personally think it affects the tone all that much, especially considering these are electric guitars. Um, In an acoustic, that would be different. You know, the vibration of the the soundboard and the top of the guitar is going to add a lot more, you know, tonal do you, difference do you make acoustic not yet okay. that's that's on the agenda that's next that's well that, that pretty much has to be hollow body doesn't it it does so i was gonna say that would be a whole different venture for you it is these it's, are all hard body they are solid body yes. so you you still owe leo fender a you know a, a debt absolutely um so i out of curiosity i have to ask and people are wondering if there's somebody who is dabbling and i i've tried i've tried i've tried People hand me guitars all the time, especially when I had longer hair. I, I just can't do it. I, I have I have no capacity. I tried to play the dobro for a while, but for somebody who's dabbling says, you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna splurge. What kind of range are we talking about? Generally, um, twenty three hundred and above. So I, you're gonna take care of it. Part yes. Yeah, part, you're gonna take care of it if you get it. Part part of my goal is um keep that american made handmade quality but keep it in line with what a you know an american gibson or fender sure. would 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 cost and there's quite a few much more than that you know a prs or those types of factories that are still you know producing lots of instruments but they're in the 5 6 7000 I'm glad you brought, I'm glad yeah. you brought up prs paul reed smith um yeah. your style looks paul reed smith ish yes. Defin- to me definitely fender gibson everybody's heard of that paul reed smith's kind of on its own little island of of uh, specialty electric guitars and it they resemble that to me a little bit yeah i'm glad you say that and actually the the scale length of choices that i use typically is a 25 inch exactly the same as prs i actually got to meet paul reed smith several years ago and he was a super nice guy 
um, and complimentary of our work at the time. This is when I worked at another guitar. And company. it's and, and the price point you just put on what you're doing is in the same that's neighborhood not, of, a, of a Paul Reed's. It's, it's not yes. it's not an extravagant price. Now, 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 but like I said, you're going to, that's you pay that much money. I have bought multiple cars that don't cost that much, and they, I don't care about them. Uh, but I mean, I mean, a guitar is. I mean, I know it's an extension of the body, and I'm I'm speaking vicariously through people that I've I've known and watched over the years and listened to. You got a Willie Nelson who has played the same guitar. He's beaten a hole in yes. it literally uh, with it, you know the, the the thumb of his 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 right hand, and then you have those who have arrays of guitars on stage with them, like a Steve Hackett from Genesis, and they grab them as they go. I remember the story when Peter Frampton's, you know, his favorite guitar, the one he usually uses the talk box. vocoder and talk mm. box with, you know, was stolen and then returned to him. I mean, that's like having a kid missing. Sure, sure. Yeah, you get very attached to them. They're very personal. You know, even the slightest little changes, especially because there's so much muscle memory involved with playing, that the slightest variations, and that's one thing I love about building instruments, yeah. is that there are so many options. You want the fret to be where you think the fret's going to be. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's one thing, actually, if you notice, these frets are not perpendicular. I was going to oh, ask you, not. I was going to ask you, if we got to it, I'm glad you brought it up, I was like... Is that did it, is yeah. that just a mistake? Yeah. Surely he wouldn't bring a mistake <laughs> no, in. No, the They're is, slanted. Why they, is they that? They actually slant. They slant counterclockwise at the bottom, and then clockwise at the top. And they actually said, switch. That's said, the first thing I noticed when exactly. you said this is your your personal guitar. Yes. So that's how you play. Yes. That's ergonomically and, correct for your yes. your and body. It's, it's not a new thing. They call it multi scale, or the term fan fret actually was trademarked, so we can't use that. But it is a yes, multi multi scale instrument. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> how much does <laughs> the, that change? The Super Bowl's coming up. How yes. much does that change the way you play power chords or how you play uh, finger picking or anything? None. Not very not... very little. In fact, everybody that's tried them has loved it, and it takes about three minutes of getting used to it, and then it just you're like oh okay because well, in, in, in the end you're just trying to stay in between the frets exactly so it, it I, you just stay in between wherever they might be exactly. I, I the, i'm dead serious the minute i saw that i was like the hell's going on with these frets when you, when, <laughs> yeah, when you, when i you hear that a lot when you think of people and their playing styles and everybody you know i mean who we know if you can name a guitarist they have an individual style. They've been around long enough for you to actually pick up on it. You may not hear it with your ear, but you can guarantee that it's there. And like Jerry Garcia would play down here. Yep. I mean, what, yep. he, he had that thing they call crystal splinters, which literally it almost did, it got away from almost a guitar sound. It was so bright and piercing. Yes. And he was playing way down here. Right up against the bridge. Yeah, yep. up against the bridge itself. Yep. And others, I mean, like John Mayer, who's huge and has that huge expanse on his hands, He's all over the place, and he stays down here in the, the lower range, I would say. Mm -hmm. Well, and that the lower range, I'm glad you said that, is actually one of the benefits of the multi-scale um, instrument because what typically happens with a lot of guitars, they'll tune down a half step or a whole step to make it easier to sing or even drop detunings or open detunings. And what happens with that low string is it gets floppy and buzzy because the scale length is the same throughout all six mm -hmm. strings. But on a multi-scale instrument, this actually goes from a 25 on the high E to a 26 on the low E. So by just extending that an inch or more, you can tune down that string, but still maintain a, a playable tension without it buzzing on the frets and sounding, you know, wonky. Speaking of, I know Jen's chomping to the beer here, but speaking of Jerry Garcia, I'll just say this. Of course, he was missing a finger. We have uh, Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath missing two fingers. Mm. Um, so people come to you and they have 
limitations. Look at my left hand. If I, if I, if I really, all right, say I, I retire tomorrow and I say, I got to find something, to, I'm, I'm going to try again. That little finger's not going anywhere. Right. All right. So people come to you with their limitations, their personal, it could be handicap. It could be whatever it is. Um, but you can, you can work around that. You can make that a strength. Certainly. Yeah. And, and help carve that neck and the, and the, you know, the width and the taper to, to fit them and make it more playable. Absolutely. Are you a music geek? Do you geek out on, on musicians who really know their stuff? I, I do enjoy um, that, but I'm kind of musically stunted in the late 80s, according to my wife. I play the same Metallica <laughs> riffs. hair metal. Oh, oh, oh yes. Terrible place to die. Big hair and tight <laughs> pants. I was all about Jeff's, it. Jeff's about to roll his eyes. I don't know about, about, about Brian. <laughs> Look up Jacob Collier. No, I was listening to your man yesterday. Look up Jacob Collier uh, on YouTube. Okay. He is a... He's a genius. I'll do that. Please no, do. Jen, I do, I do have issue with you, actually. Oh, oh you good. do? I do. Good. This was something earlier <laughs> in the week. It. I'll lean back. There, there are two types of people in this world. Okay. There are those that love Adele, and there are those <laughs> oh, that are wrong. Oh, my gosh. And I hate her. <laughs> unfortunately, I think you are wrong. You did stir I up quite a hornet's nest with that, her. by the way. You went off I was, I was hoping you were going to go down Greta Van Fleet Road. <laughs> oh, those that hush. think that they're the biggest frauds in the world. <laughs> They're not, And those though. that are wrong. They're are, so not, though. Who, who are your favorites, very quickly? Musicians? Yes. The guitarist. Guitarist. Um, Jaco Pastores, bass yeah. player. Jaco Pastores yes, and Jaco. Jaco. Yeah, yes. and I mean, he played with Ian Hunter, one of my favorites of all time. Played with Miles Davis. Miles Davis actually named a tune for him. Mm. So, yeah. Victor Wooten. Oh, Just, my God. You're a bass player guy. You, well, I am, and that's where I cut my teeth building yeah. basses, actually. And basses are coming later this Victor year. Victor Wood, the tuned. best bass player on the planet. O'Teal Burbridge is the only one that even gets close to him. I love John Entwistle. I, I, I always liked Flea, but, I mean, there yes. are those who... who Les Claypool, man. Les uh, Claypool. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yes. I know. Yes, but Victor, just his personality. Oh, he's his such teacher, a great guy. He's done so many great YouTubes now. On he's just a, just yeah. a gentleman. Just absolutely funny too. And the whole family is super talented. Yeah, um, yeah. You remember so. when uh, when Steve Miller came to Riverbend? Uh, Victor Wooten's brother was playing keyboards, and they did that long really psychedelic lead in to "Fly Like an Eagle" was their first song. I do remember and that. And suddenly he started rapping. And you should have seen, all, quite you should have seen all the KZ-106 window wings people out there when they were going, what's happening? This can't be Steve Miller. And it was actually killer, 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 killer. That one more I'll mention, Andy McKee. Of a, the, uh, he's an acoustic player. Um, not of, XTC. No, I, I don't think he has a band, just solo. If you Google it, he did some fabulous, one of his uh, famous recordings was uh, Africa by Toto. Oh. And he actually plays multi-scale acoustics. Because he does these alternate tunings and this really intricate finger work. Adrian Ballou. Uh, I mean, you, yes. you, you have people like that who just, I mean, literally just blow the book away and just do their own thing. And, and, Normally self-taught. Yeah, Andy McKee is just a genius and beautiful. If you like acoustic guitar, he is the man. You're going to freak out when you see Jacob Collier. I'm, All right. I'm Mark my words. It. Looking forward to it. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. And uh, the Tone Woods that you brought in. The guitar is beautiful. Now, we, we, we have been saying we're going to hang a guitar behind us. Yeah. We got permission to put up the hook, but we, well, we, can't, take it we down. can't leave the guitar here because other people use the studio and there's all rented space. So we're going to compromise and get a beautiful poster yes. of one of his or maybe multiple ones and have it up here instead instead of having to tote yeah, the it's too, actual too instrument. Precious in yeah, $2,500 in her hands every day, bad idea. <laughs>
living in Red Bank in that bad neighborhood over there with those irresponsible daughters. You don't want to do that. So, no, thank you so much for swinging by. How do people get in touch with you? You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. I've I've enjoyed listening. Love the new format. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Wish you all the best. And uh, if you want to get in touch with me, the best way would be through our website, AmericanExoticGuitars.com. Thank you. There's a contact form there. Well, thank you so much. And if you need to grab that right now, you can. And send send the hairy guy back in. Sure will. And we'll continue to go there. All right, thank you so much. Everybody's got one and opinion. So this is the editorial section of the show. Notice how we have the podcast broken down into segments so it's easier to sell that way so we can get more sponsors and more money. Uh, I'm not going to sit there and lie to you. That's what it's all about. Unless we just needed some flow. Now, let's just stay with music and we'll just make the editorial. We did this last week. We were talking about the Bonnaroo lineups, Shaky Knee lineups. We thought that Riverbend was coming out that day, but they postponed it. It came out yesterday. I have no idea. So we're just going to editorialize on the lineup. And I can tell you right now, going into this, that both Jen and Brian, music snobs, both are excited. So there's there's yeah, two th- thumbs up. I, I I got this late last night, and um, and the first na- name I don't know anything about Brothers Osborne. I don't uh, know anything they're about good. them. They're, they're, they're good. good. They're they're country fried. Yeah. country fried, but they're they're rockers. They were the headliners the year they canceled. They were the big headliners that they were so excited about yeah. the year that they couldn't get it on in 2019. Like well, well, they're they're the top headline name, and so immediately I thought, oh, God, here we go again. But then it shifts very quickly. I think they gave them a lot of love for sticking with them and the contract, to be honest with you. Brothers Osborne, Cage the Elephant. Oh, we tried to get them Cage for years. Cage the Elephant. Tried to get them Cage for years. Cage is incredible. And, and and Jason Isbell, which you can yes. never go wrong with. Those That's are your, right. Those Cage are your the three Elephant is what will bring power and volume that you have not seen they'll, on that stage They'll bring in a credibility. While. They'll bring visuals, too. Yes. They yeah. have a, yes. a hell of a light show that goes along with uh, what they do. I'm real interested in, in the, the lower tier here, too. And El, El King. Yeah, El King. El King. The War and Treaty. Yeah. Government Mule. Mule's yes. back. A, I, I, I brought them here the first time, and it rained, and it rained, and it rained, and they still put on a great show. My girl, Grace Potter. Mm-hmm. Moon back. Taxi. Moon Taxi. Best show They're ever awesome. done under the bridge. <laughs> ever done under the bridge. Ever. Uh, Devin, Devin Gaffillion is out of Nashville, and if it weren't for my alt 98.7 days, I would have never heard of him, but uh, we played him regularly. Very, very fun and good. Uh, Jenny Lewis, as you mentioned, L. King. Tanya Tucker. Tanya Tucker. How about that? And Bring then, me my roses while I'm alive, by God. And then all the people that got all butthurt when uh, Moon or uh, uh, Moon River didn't yeah. didn't have any local bands. We got Strung, yep. Lennox Hills, Rick Rushing, Rick Rushing, the Communicators doing that '90s show. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a little. I, maybe you could think that that's a little generic. I don't. I, I don't, know. I I, I gotta have local. I think that is, an an incredibly well done first revamp real reboot of the festival i agree i think it's fantastic yeah. very well thought out very well, very well put together immediately i'm impressed immediately cage the elephant gives it more credibility than it's had in years right off the bat what they thought they were doing with weezer a couple of years ago yes what they thought they were doing because weezer they're not they're not they're, they're flaming lips the experiments that we tried this is one that is is more palatable but then, with the with then, the the right. reboot quote unquote with 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 Weezer they thought they were bringing and um uh, 
who's the white rapper guy? Uh, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Macklemore. Macklemore. Yeah. What they were trying to do with that, Cage brings all of that to this. Yes. And then Isabel, Isabel just, he's just he's the just consummate professional. Time. And this is well done. Check this out. Well yeah. done. And, I, and, I, and I, I've been a hater for a while. I go back and forth. I've hated Riverbend. I've loved Riverbend. And I it's Riverbend, three days, it. which is great. Three stages, 20 plus check, artists. Check it out. Uh, literally, as we are speaking about this, my phone just went off. I mean, it, it lays here. Because as we're know, recording, it's just now being released. I was going I was going to say, li- it, it literally <laughs> just went off, and Dax Turner of Chattanooga Safety Products, a music geek, if there's ever been one, uh, he's got a, a shot of the poster. Mule and Grace stir my pot. I saw them together at the Gibson Guitar in Memphis years ago. It was awesome. So, I mean, Warren Haynes and Government Mule, I mean, if Warren's there, he will play on every stage with every band while he's there that night. That's what he does. He'll make appearances everywhere. Tickets are going to be flying, and they're only they're capped at fifteen thousand. I mean, this is a major comeback. This is a big deal, and I, I am I am genuinely excited and pleased them. with this. What are the dates? June one through third through fifth. Third through fifth. Fantastic. So he went back to the first weekend in June. So I mean, there's part of the reset is going back to the original date. Good. That works. No Bonnaroo. No yeah, competition. It, it does not. Uh, it's two weeks out from Bonnaroo. Well, so. we'll go ahead and just say that was brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. The duh category. I've never heard of any of those bands, by the way. <laughs> really? Seriously? Really? Yeah. We had Strung Like a Horse in the studio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the guy who looked like David Koresh. Yes. Grace, yeah. Grace Potter? <laughs> you say that every time. That's how I remember that. He does. Except he does, a, he, right. He's a better-looking David Koresh. <laughs> David was kind of handsome. Kinda, yeah, yeah, he, he was, was kind of cute. He got lots he of chicks. He was kind of crazy, but kind of cute. Before he ended up looking like <laughs> Freddy Krueger. That's um, hilarious. I right, the Doug category, and you actually heard uh, uh, Dave Hooker this morning during the sports so what, what, he didn't say schwa. What did he say? Wah, wah. And when they were talking, you know, people were being surprised that Nick Saban had a political opinion. The schwa category. Um, I, I will read this verbatim. It's just a paragraph. And you guys tell me, because I certainly didn't. Did you ever turn a slice of bologna into a face mask? Oh, you took my story. With bites taken out of it for eyes and a mouth? The answer for me is no. No. I never did that. I never took bites out of a piece of bologna to make a bologna face mask. I did it with a pancake one time, though. All right. Well, that's even weirder. It reminds me of the character, I think, in Dumb and Dumber. When Jim Carrey puts a piece of ham on his face, I do you remember that? Don't remember that. I think I, the only thing I remembered out of that movie, thank God, <laughs> was at the end when they wouldn't get on board with the uh, the busload of beautiful women. It may not have been dumb and dumber, but it was, a sun, it was definitely sun him. lotion applicators. <laughs> well, Oscar Mayer said it's paying homage to the classic childhood tradition of making a mask out of your bologna with a new skincare product inspired by the lunch meat. Yes. The Kraft huh. Heinz it's brand. It's not to eat. Partnered it's to put with on your face. Soul Mamas, and that is in Seoul, <laughs> Korea. Mamas, Soul Mamas, a Korean beauty and skincare company to create the face sheets. I am not at all surprised that Seoul, South Korea, is responsible for the this. The limited edition masks that resemble bologna go on sale Wednesday <laughs> at Amazon.com uh. for $5 each, and you can get them in Witch Hazel. There you go. All right. All right. That's Witch your Hazel. Du- that's your mm, duck category yummy. for the day. I can't wait to hear about all the cases of kids being poisoned by Witch Hazel fake bologna. <laughs> 
Uh, what are you doing? Uh, brought to you by Gary Thurman and Guardian Investment Advisors, 710-9199, 710-9199. And let me say, uh, Gary and Tide still doing their podcast. Brian Stone's still doing his podcast. New one this week, as a matter of fact. Hey. Dayfire podcast, During the Break podcast, People of Chattanooga podcast, The Watt podcast. We've still got a lot of people we need to talk to about uh, podcasting in this city. What are you doing? Community calendar time, Jen. This is you. Uh, I'm just going to talk about the Carpetbaggers Comedy Night, which is tonight at 9 o'clock at the Bode. $10 will get you in, and that includes a beer. I can do a couple of cancellations. we got a bunch of them. Uh, the Steep Canyon Rangers show, which was supposed to take place at the Walker Theater, going to be March 11th. Pushed it back. Bill Maher canceled completely. What? Really? Yeah. No. Canceled well, completely. you don't get your free ticket. Thanks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Damn. January 30th, uh, he was supposed to be at the Tivoli, and his representative said, circumstances beyond our control. I wonder. I don't know. Okay, so that's that's a promoter thing. That's not a Tivoli thing, because Bill no. Maher doesn't care about COVID. I no. can tell you that. No. Jersey Boys. Damn it, man. Uh, I mean, a show I, I would have avoided. <laughs> yeah, well, like spoiler the alert, I talk all about it on the podcast. I was going to say, but, they, but the, the Jersey Boys has been rescheduled for July, late July, the last days of July, 29th What's that? and 30th. I can't think of it's anything a, It's about worse. Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Yes. Oh, it's it a looks, Broadway production. Look, yeah, it doesn't you know appeal to me. It looks terrible. It doesn't appeal to me. I am not much of a Broadway person. But those, all those cancellations that, and more. Well, at bad. least I get about 150 bucks back in my account after that one. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, the Tri-State Region's Drive-In Theater of the Mind, featuring moi, Jeff Styles with the Y, Russell Stroud, Brian Stone, Jen Lambert, and Pimp Jen here. It's her time for her corner, and that's exactly what we'll do. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. There's your theme music. I swear I was almost, sorry to interrupt, I was almost hoping that, not hoping, but thinking, okay, the Titans will probably lose this weekend, no big deal, I'll go to Bill Maher next week instead. (laughs) No, don't wish against the Titans. Damn, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm joking, but I'm just frustrated. I understand. I'm frustrated, you're going to give me the ticket. I know. Oh well. Uh, Did you guys know that yesterday was National DJ Day? I did not know that. It was. The hell yowza. does that mean? Yowza, yowza, yowza. <laughs> wowzy, wowzy, woo-woo. I'm getting as, down to funky like a red hot says, monkey. As this article says, patting ourselves on the back since 1909. <laughs> Yesterday, we celebrate the original rock and roll DJ, Alan Freed, who yeah. died the day before yesterday in 1965. Yeah. But the very first DJ was a 16-year-old right. uh, engineering student in the San Fernando, California, his Time name, to listen to this new Beatles up, record. Shut up. His name was <laughs> his name was Ray Newby, who played a <laughs> Sorry. What? Sorry, go ahead. Who played uh, a record doing an experimental radio broadcast in nineteen oh nine. No word of his professor approved, but since then millions of people have become <laughs> radio DJs, a great business if you don't mind living in your car. Yeah. You're yeah. Gentle circles with your tongue on the Ray Newby will bring her to I never mind. Ray You're Ray listening Ray to news with Newby. Ray Newby. How, how did the, a, a radio person announcing between songs become a disc jockey? 
I mean, I don't D- know. DJ is for for the last thirty years. Well, has nothing to do with being all on the, radio. the companies back a in the fifties had to have something that they named the people they were giving payola to. <laughs> so they True. had to come up with something. I mean, there weren't all the, the plug. There weren't compact discs until the nineteen nineties. They were there were forty fives and 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 thirty threes before they, that. Nineteen oh nine, it would have been a seventy eight yeah. on a phonograph. It was a spinning disc. Spin the black circle, dude. Here's mm. an interesting story: a woman from Colorado who had part of her tongue removed because of cancer, got a second chance at the sweet life when doctors replaced a piece of her own leg mm-hmm. and put it in her mouth to replace the piece of tongue that had been taken out. The 42-year-old uh, woman taste buds? can now eat, drink, and speak again, now she has but to shave she her cannot tongue. taste, and with the piece they took from her thigh is now growing hair. Yeah, she's got to shave growing, her tongue now. It's growing leg hair. She'll start coughing in her up mouth. fur balls. That's, Ew. I could have done without that's that. That's a story I could have done yeah. completely <laughs> without. <laughs> oh, I thought it was great. I mean, I know we've all we've all woke up hung over feeling like we needed to shave our tongue, but yeah. not really. Not really. That's, <laughs> God. Uh, have you guys heard the story about the M&Ms, how the, all the characters are being changed? Oh, yeah, no. I did hear about no, that. No, no, all right, no. let me read this. Oh, yeah. Somehow missed this. The iconic <laughs> characters, six different colored lentils. That's lentils? what they call them, lentils. Okay. Each what? with their own personality have gotten a modern makeover for a more dynamic, progressive world. Oh, good heavens. Mars said Thursday. The redesign is focused on creating a sense of belonging the- and community as well as spotlighting the characters' personalities Somehow pronouns rather than this. their gender. <laughs> they're, they're M&Ms. They're pieces of candy. The red one's the chick, right? Yeah, but have you no. seen the ads? The green one's okay. the chick. No. The most notable well, yes. changes include the green M&Ms redesign, which She's will exchange... No. It will exchange the white-heeled go-go boots... <laughs> <laughs> she was given in 1997 for a cool laid-back sneaker... To reflect her effortless confidence. Remember, we talked about that CFC stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's starting now. now. That's right. That's There's a photo shoot going on. There's we'll have some. Oh, I see the sneaker. Get me down. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> Gonna get kicked uh, out. Yeah. Uh, so, so they don't. They don't. They don't want the sexy characterization anymore. To um, what about the dumb one? How about the big dumb yellow one? He's still played by Ray Romano's brother. Yeah. I mean, he's the stupid one, and then the the, the, the green one's the smart one. And the green M&M and the brown The brown one never gets M&M. any lines. That's discrimination. The That's gr- racism. <laughs> Was it just my generation that said when we were children that green M&Ms make you horny? No, no, what? no. That all started with Van Halen. I mean, huh? it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, Van about. Van Halen would would require an entire a big amount of colors. goldfish bowl of M&Ms with all the green ones removed. That was part of their That's rider. That's like the, the, the gag in Wayne's World, yes. too. Uh, yeah. 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 When for we were children, if you ate green m and you, you, you got horny for yeah. some reason. We didn't even know what horny meant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you ate them anyway. <laughs> Damn kids. So the green M&Ms and the brown M&Ms will now have a more friendly relationship showcasing a force of supporting women. <laughs> Who cares? It's I, know. I, I know. I was joking about it being racist. The two characters' <laughs> dynamic will have them together throwing shine, not shade. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay. I think the woke thing has gone way, 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 way too far. Oh, you think? The, the woke the woke. This is left. why I couldn't wait to see Bill Maher. The woke left is really driving me over to the right and into the arms of the Trump Davidians <laughs> at this point. Bro, when you start talking about gender representation with freaking candy... 
Yeah. We've I gone know. too far. We're off the rails. When you're done, let me know. I'm going to throw three things on top of nah, it. Yeah, I'll be done with that. I mean, if you want to read more about the other colors, you can do that on your own time. I don't see color when I And I just assume them at the same time. Why has everything got to be about race around I want to mention this. This is my quote of the day. I saw this on Facebook, and I actually did laugh out loud for real. (laughs) Jeff Greenspan writes, Every time I've been to a synagogue, it has felt like a hostage situation. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And I I have to agree with him. Uh, All right. Very quickly, (laughs) just for the heck of it, Willem Dafoe, who is white, is going to host SNL for the first time. I love Willem Dafoe. He's one of my favorite actors. Who is actors. white? Yeah, because <laughs> we make everything about race around here. John well, Stewart, SNL who is, is historically white, black, but he's Jewish, is going to receive the Mark Twain Award, which is his, the highest award. Do you know award. what his real last name is? It's not Stewart. Leibowitz. Leibowitz, yes. It is. I did not know that. Is he kin to the locals? Do you know what my family's last name is? My my grandmother's last name? Leibowitz. Leibowitz. Oh, you're related. You yes. and John, cousin John, doing well. And a starlet from the 60s. Who was who, white? Who was white, but she's French. So that's oh. a different race all by itself. <laughs> Yvette Mimois, uh died yesterday mm. at 80. And for those of you who do not, don't remember, she was the poor man's Bridget Bardot. She was beautiful. She was absolutely gorgeous. You would remember her from Where the Boys Are, the movie about spring break down in Fort Lauderdale. She was the tragic character who got sexually assaulted. I, I've mentioned this before. That movie was not just a comedy or a coming-of-age movie. It really had serious scenes in it. Hmm. And the movie ends with her wandering into traffic, you know, traumatized. Jeez. But she was also in Time Machine, The Time Machine. Oh, it's a great movie. Uh, yeah, uh, written based on the you know, 1895 H.G. Wells novel. And she played the chief of the Eloi, the blonde-haired people yeah. that were being raised to be food yeah. for the underground-dwelling Molochs. The Molochs, yeah. yeah. So, and she was in several others. But anyway, she passed away. That's it. That's all I got. All right, Russell the Love Muscle gets to flex here during this moment, and he said he had something special for us, and I will be the judge of that. (laughs) I'm going to talk about Havana Syndrome, but first, you know what time it is? It's time for Tai G. Uh, Did you know that Time for Tai G, that's T-A-I-J-I with Chris Campbell, has been providing workplace wellness programs since the year 2000. Do you know how old I was in 2000? I was five. He has successfully implemented stress management programs for the home office employees of Home Depot, Kimberly Clark, Gwinnett County, and Bell South Corporations, just to name a couple. We all need to de-stress and take a step back from the craziness and anxiety we're surrounded by. Time for Tai Chi with Chris Campbell provides a Tai Chi tools to use to release stress, prevent headaches and migraines, and sleepless nights from happening while bringing a positive change to employees' demeanor and morale. I know we could all use that. Contact Chris Campbell at 423-821-8947 or chris at timefortaiji.com. For more details, that's timefortaiji.com. All right, so this one's good. Uh, You may have seen already the article in NBC and the New York Times about Havana Syndrome. Yes. Well, here's what I have to say about that. The CIA recently released its findings on Havana Syndrome, and the people who suffered from it are less than happy. Havana Syndrome, in case you don't know, is named for the U.S. diplomatic mission in Havana, where workers began to experience migraine-like symptoms while uh, hearing an ear-piercing noise. Some of them said they had vision loss, hearing loss, uh, loss of balance, inner ear issues, etc., Dozens of U.S. officials have fallen victim to these purported attacks. That's just the documented ones, including purportedly Vice President Kamala Harris, according to one source. Well, the CIA, of course, conducted an independent investigation into the matter, and its findings said that there was no evidence that it was a malicious attack by a foreign actor. 
what, right? Speaking to NBC, we have no reason to believe the interim report does not represent the consensus for the full CIA, said the group Advocacy for Victims of Havana Syndrome, instead reflecting the views of a subset of officials most interested in resolution and closure. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, so what, did they check the microwave in the in the, the rec room? <laughs> In the snack center? Well, they haven't said. They haven't said. The cases began in late 2016, actually just as President Trump was settling into office, and it was one of the first real mysteries of his administrative era, with the media covering the issue very fervently. Hundreds of officials have come forward since, saying that they've suffered from an attack. It's believed to be some sort of ultrasonic weapon, although the exact nature is unknown or at least undisclosed. The haste with which the CIA dismissed the study into the issue makes me personally wonder if they know significantly more than they've let on. CIA Director William Burns actually called the Havana Syndrome incidents attacks after one of his personal aides fell victim. However, he personally endorsed the meeting, the findings of the CIA document, which said it had nothing to do with any sort of foreign attack. We may never know the truth behind Havana Syndrome incidents, but it seems clear that the CIA is more than ready to sweep this one under the rug. It's a very real issue. Yeah, but they don't seem to think it's a very big deal. I think it's a huge deal, and yeah. I think I think we're going to start too. seeing domestic cases pop up. I wouldn't in be certain well, areas of the country. Here's my theory. My theory is that they're right. It's not a foreign actor. It's them. It might be. I, I think was it's them say, too. Gone yeah. awry. Wait until they it's were used, testing it. It'll be used against the Proud Boys, or the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers will get it and use it against somebody else. It's not a very high tech weapon, really. No, you could build one in your basement. I was going to say it just it's been taking microwaves and, and, and sharpening them. Like in a you know pencil sharpener, mountains looking at each other. RC2 Realty Solutions. Robin Ring. Robin with a Y. Ring with an I. Help you sell, renovate, buy, invest property. RC2 Realty Solutions.com specializes in dealing with distressed properties. Okay, I told the story yesterday that I had a little fun with just about my oldest biological son Eli and his moment uh, around one or so when he stood up at the table in front of all the professional wrestlers and uh, declared hello poo poo hello poo poo and uh, mortified my father who was waiting <laughs> with us and and um, i discovered yesterday after transmitting the information that i had told that story on the podcast that apparently eli hates that story <laughs> and, he, he, and he is really <laughs> not happy with me for telling it he wished i would never tell it again and so i promised him i would tell an embarrassing story about his mom instead. So uh, <laughs> yesterday we also talked about Elton John. This will be brief. And I said, Elton John, you know, has been to town here a couple of times. He's coming back if he doesn't get canceled or postponed. And um, Brian said it was one of the best shows. One, he's ever seen. Second show was terrible. I have to it say. It was boring. It wasn't terrible. It was just boring. The first one I, I saw, first time I saw him, he was at the Roundhouse at McKenzie Arena. Absolutely phenomenal. I saw him again. We had just seen The Wall, Roger Waters' The Wall, on my 50th birthday the night before. So let's just say Elton John and Leon Russell, who you know I love, mm -hmm. paled in comparison, all right? But at one show in between, he came to town, and that's the one that you're talking about. Uh, I was 2013. There, I was there. I went, must not have been then. It must have been one before that because I was with my ex. Or maybe my years off. And and she, she, she turned and looked at me at one point during the show, and she was not into music the way we generally are. She mm -hmm. doesn't know the names of the players, but she knows what she likes, you know, and, and listens to it and, and, and enjoys a good, you know, live show every once in a while. But she couldn't tell you who 
you know, wrote this song or who played mm-hmm. drums on this song. She never was into that, never been to music festivals. But we're sitting there and he's playing this beautiful ballad, one of his best. And she just looks at me and all, all of a sudden she's just got kind of a, a her, her eyes are glassy. And she goes, God, this is such a sad song. And I looked at her and I said, well, let's think about this for a second. The The chorus is, it's sad, so sad. It's a sad, sad situation. Sorry seems to be the hardest word. I'd say you're right. Uh, <laughs> the, the chorus is literally, it's sad, so sad. It's a sad, sad situation. That Bernie you, Toppin you sure it. knew how to yeah, talk to people. It. Laser beamed it there, darling. <laughs> Laser beamed it there, darling. And she flipped me the bird and continued to cry and watch the show. Thank you. Regional Roundup shotgun shout-outs. We'll just get louder than they are in there. Brought to you by Tennessee American Water Company. Been providing quality water to the Chattanooga community since 1887. At the end of every pipe, they know there's a family counting on them to provide clean, safe, reliable water for their health and comfort each and every day. Tennessee American, thank you for sponsoring Regional Roundup Shotgun Shoutouts. And who doesn't love some ambient noise, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just, again, live radio, live podcast, that's the way it works. Now, I, I am going to say something real quick off script here. Do you remember when Daphne was in and we were talking about the situation in Pearl Harbor? Mm-hmm. She said something I had never really thought about before. Once a well is spoiled, it's spoiled forever. Right. Yeah. I had never really thought about that. Yeah, it's like but you all clean the, it. the 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 well that the fresh water for the people around Pearl Harbor in Hawaii have been depending on since they began living there, you know, uh, is now poisoned by oil and things seeping out of the various craft that are at the bottom of Pearl Harbor. The concept of well water is so foreign and archaic sounding to me. I don't even understand Right. It. I mean, it all comes from a well of sorts. Like Hickson, you know, its water comes bursting out of the ground, mm-hmm. and it's considered to be a well. She mentioned that that day, even though it's really a just a huge artesian spring. Seems so bizarre well, yeah. You know, that's what a spring is, an artesian well. It's an aquifer and, I, and as kids, we literally still had wells that had the crank and the handle and the mm-hmm. bucket and all that stuff. I, the sweetest, coldest water in the world. It was just delicious, but yeah. uh, the people of Tonga are screwed because they're out there in the middle of nowhere on that little archipelago all by themselves. Are you going to correct my pronunciation? No, that's right. Archipelago. No, that right. Um, all right. <laughs> And their water is now going to be destroyed by all the ash, the volcanic ash from the underwater volcanic explosion. The ash did come up out of the water, and it did coat the island. Right now, it's just a nuisance. But as rain hits it, essentially, all the things that that ash is made out of, fluoride, including fluorine, mm-hmm. chlorine, Sulfur. other things, it turns into acid. Yeah. So their, their, their drinking water in Tonga is going to be turned acidic they will be from this point forward, and I think there's only four populated islands out of all of them. Yeah, um, they're going to have to have bottled water. Yeah, essentially, Tonga is now uninhabitable without uh, shipments of water for all practical purposes. All right, yeah. I, I've been putting off the rant for a couple of days. I'll just do this very fast. Twenty-five words or fewer in the Sunday Times Free Press perspective section, kind of like a tweet for those of you who are still into Twitter, um, and they're anonymous. And I'm just going to read them uh, as they are. Trump's boy band. Mark Meadows on lead guitar, Roger Stone on bass, Steve Bannon on drums, and Jeffrey Clark on keyboard. The name, The Fifth Amendments. Yeah, we'll be seeing more people taking the fifth as this investigation continues both into Trump's 
private business and January 6th. They'll do it all, all the way till November, and then they'll be gone. The military is not an altruistic society. Instead, what you see happening in the rest of the country is happening in the military. It's a mess. It's also not a democracy. When they tell you to take the shot, you take the shot. Remember the one I read last week or earlier this week? The guy goes, could I have gotten out of all that duty I did in Vietnam if I told him I didn't want to take a shot? No, that wouldn't have ever happened. That's a totally different world. Bah. Think long, hard, honestly, and analytically before you answer. How many Build Back Better hats did you see today? None. I don't think they ever made any. No, exactly. That's I mean, the I mean, point. <laughs> Ma- MAGA was not was not policy. It was a running, you know, phrase. It was it was marketing, right, right. And that was they so they did specialty merchandising, and it caught on. Joe Biden doesn't have that sea of support behind him, and this is actually the name of a bill. I don't know what I can't remember ever seeing the name of a bill on a hat. No. I've seen bills on hats. <laughs> I don't know what actually their running their slogan was, actually. Wonder how many of us Oh no, here it is. This I thought I'd already read this one. Wonder how many of us then serving in Vietnam would have been allowed the alternative of being shipped home if we didn't get a shot. Um, fellow Republicans take back our party. We're the grand old party. It's a sad thing for America that we've been morphed into a cult for Donald Trump. The Grand Q Party. Trump Nero, as Nero's in parentheses there, watched TV, fiddled, as the Capitol was attacked, Rome burning. That's so a bit hyperbolic, but analogies. Um, <laughs> Biden, I have a plan. Well, so did Custer. Uh, do you think when Roe is overturned, as in ROE, Roe versus Wade, mm. Republicans will lose their evangelical support? Nothing substantive to bicker about then. Base numbers dwindle. Abortion pills may rule. And President Biden should give a speech like he gave on January 6th every week, thus taking the fight to Trump. There's just a few. Top of the Pops. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, Lodge Cast Iron Studios with lots of guest vocals in the background and enjoyed our interview guest earlier this morning. American Exotic Guitar is one of our sponsors here. Top of the Pops, just what's top of the mind awareness for all the folks here. And the Sports Barn is the one that uh, sponsors this segment. Three locations since 1979. If you want to get in shape, you go to the Sports Barn. Want to stay in shape? Go to the Sports Barn. Want to <laughs> relax? Go to the Sports Barn. And basically, that's what they do. Is they set you up for all that stuff. And I will just go with this. The one more thing to worry about, catastrophic and world-ending. Uh, apparently, the asteroid didn't hit us, the one that was twice the size of the Empire State Building. Damn it. So we, 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 we got clean away with that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's something else that you'll have to worry about in the near future. The cooling of the core of the Earth. We didn't ever think about that. We talk about global warming. Oh. We talk about the sun increasing, decreasing, turning into a black dwarf, exploding, supernova, all these things we have to worry about, existential problems. Oh, wait a minute. What the hell are we supposed to do about that? The cooling of the core of the Earth, not a doggone I was going to say, there's nothing you can do about that. But they do measure it. Turn on some space eaters. They measure, (laughs) check it out, they measure it by studying something called Bridgmanite. Bridgmanite, a heat-conducting mineral commonly found at the boundary between the Earth's core and mantle. And the measurement system lets them see that the thermal conductivity of Bridgmanite is about 1.5 times higher than assumed. We still don't know enough about these things to be able to pin down their timing, but the Earth's core is cooling at a rate much more rapid than we ever believed. Well, you know that we the- would become like Mars 
which is just a rock. Well, you yeah. know that the the uninhabitable. Yeah. The crust mantle and core theory is just a theory. Like we don't actually know. No, we've never been there. Yeah. And we it's all know the hollow faster, but it's it's not going We all know the hollow fast. earth theory is real. And that's where the Molochs <laughs> live. I'm not saying that. That's where the Molochs live. <laughs> that's right. just as plausible as That's where JFK Jr is coming from so he can run with with Trump. <laughs> What do you have? You this is her um. You're looking expectant. Um, this is um. I'm not looking um, expectant. Um. All right. My, my um is I, I just got in my email the vote for uh, David Sharp for county commission. Okay. District 6. I like David Sharp. He is my county commissioner in District 6. I like David as well. Yep. So I. He fights uh, the good fight. He does fight the good fight. He was an arrogant fight. prick when he was a kid, but we all were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've grown. I, I, I have He's a good, done a I have great a, job. I have a good I really relationship like with him. Dave. Tim Boyd, the only yeah. one that voted against delaying the vote on his resolution to keep people from being able to pay their relatives with county money, and basically just the other commissioner. Yeah, the said, nepotism king. The, the, uh, the other commissioner <laughs> said, you know, should you like to go out and talk about Tim Boyd's daughter? No, <laughs> we won't do that. But just, how does she have a job? All right, we'll just stop. She, um, I, she, she's a talented young lady, and that, yeah, and she's been getting work her whole life because of her father, Sheriff Evitz, uh, you know, son of friend of mine, Jim. You know, he works for him too. If they're capable, they get the job done. I, I really don't care. I, I don't either. I just love done, poking Tim. Yeah, I know it doesn't it doesn't bother me much, but it has been postponed, and they just said maybe we should actually wait for something that's um, a time where it will be less political and more mm, to the point of actually running the county. And so they pushed it back a few weeks. So there you go. All right. That's going to wrap it up today. Unless you guys have something you'd like to add. Yeah. Um, again, uh, Andy Johns from Lookout Wild Film Festival will be with us on Monday. I don't think we have any weather threats this weekend. I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be cold. I mean, cold. Cold and sunny. I love it. Lightning, hail, rainbows, unicorns, whatever it could be coming your way. <laughs> have a good I, weekend. I don't know. All right. Have a great weekend, y'all. Thanks for listening. Chattanooga Driving Show. Continue to spread the word. Like it. Love it. Thumbs up it. Um, and share it with everybody. Titans Bengals, 430. Oh, my God. Saturday. Saturday game. And that gives us something to look forward to. And will Derrick Henry play? He's healthy. <laughs> He's healthy. He's healthy. We'll see. All right.